This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is Dallas Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Kevin, Corey, Mike. Well, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. I was really curious, considering what happened in the Cardinals game, I know going a little bit back, is there ever a concern about letdown against a seemingly weaker opponent, or do you feel like that's been addressed? No, I think there's always and should be a concern. Uh, Every team you play has excellent talent, and make no mistake about it. Now, they may not be on the same page, maybe relative to another team, but boy, Every one of them are talented. Cardinals are a perfect example. We step in there, and uh, they're uh, not only at home, but uh, uh, they make some plays. We don't make some plays. The fact that I keep saying, the fact that ball is oblong and you don't know which way it's going to bounce, that alone can even up talent, too, if there is any discrepancy. Uh, The other thing is that, uh, of course, um, uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, equalizing when you uh, – uh, not only the turnovers, but also, uh, if you will, uh, injury factors. So when you weigh all of that, uh, every game that uh, you walk into, you can lose that ball game in a New York minute. Jerry, the, the, I know a lot of fans would love to see another 40 nothing blowout and everything like that, but wouldn't, would you love to see an opportunity, maybe if you do get up and feel comfortable, that – this team gets the running game going and gets to work on that against an opponent, or is that something for another time? Well, I uh, have uh, felt that uh, and do feel that we need to <laughs> uh, throw the ball out of the and get our running game going by uh, throwing the ball. If they're going to load up, they're going to really put that kind of emphasis on our running game. So uh, I think that's there. The point is that the way Dak is playing, uh, we'll have to take what they give us, and that's not bad. That's not – he can uh, – uh, we can uh, really have a lot of confidence in our receiving core. Uh, and I've got a lot of confidence in uh, creative ways to get that ball in the hands of, uh, of, of the right guys as far as uh, our running backs are concerned. Is one of the guys on the receiving core, one of the right guys on the receiving core, Brandon Cooks? Because I know Mike McCarthy said, hey, I don't play fantasy football. I, it, the stats don't matter in certain aspects. But – it does seem like the team has struggled to get him truly involved. Well, the, the probably you could rationalize uh, we're doing a lot with our tight ends, and uh, we've got a great tight end core, uh, and we want to do more with Pollard and backs coming out of the, in certain situations, slot them or coming out of the backfield. So the point is that uh, Cooks is sitting out there with all that threat, all that speed, and uh, that uh, that really contributes big time. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of ways uh, if a, a receiver that's got the speed will execute his routes 
and if he'll run completely through his routes, that means completely finish the route uh, as coached uh, to do, uh, then he's a dramatic influence out there, and he's opening it up for uh, the rest of the receivers. So uh, speed can make a contribution without catching the ball. And do you feel like Brandon Cooks has been executing that, finishing out his routes all the way through Absolutely, then? I do. Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. He's one of the more accomplished uh, uh, receivers. Uh, he's, uh, he's the whole package. We're lucky to have him. And uh, we, he'll get his uh, – he'll get some big plays. There's no question in my mind he'll get it. And no one appreciates Cooks any more than our quarterback. Uh, Jerry, I've been watching Terrence Steele, and I'm seeing a guy that's still kind of navigating his way back to what he was last season before his injury. I was just kind of curious from your perspective and how you handle this, what do you think the most difficult part to overcome is for these guys? Is it the physical or mental aspect of an injury? I think it's both. And, uh, but uh, uh, certainly I'd say physical uh, would be the, the, the one that, that you've got to uh, overcome the most. And, uh, but um, uh, it's both. And um, the other thing is that uh, uh, you've got to look at what the situation is. Uh, you've got to look at the emphasis that the opposing team is putting in that area. Uh, they're trying to take advantage of, of that. When you show that you uh, might need some, to work on something, uh, every team in the league looks at that game last week, and they set their course accordingly. So uh, all of that plays a role in it. But uh, we've got a lot of confidence in Steele, a lot of confidence, and it's uh, uh, certainly uh, that was a, uh, a, a pretty – uh, it was a pretty impactful uh, situation we had there with the pressures. Uh, but but uh, we can do better there. We can do better with uh, help there as well. Yeah, that's always like my biggest concern is when a guy can't do something that he physically knows that he's been able to do is that like then he starts getting that, oh, man, it's in his own mind, you know, that he, that he, that he can't do that anymore. And, and how does he get back to that point? And where does that help come from? Uh, is that coaches? Yeah, well, when I think of Steele, uh, I see how he's evolved from coming from Texas Tech. And, uh, boy, he's always had a huge uh, work ethic, uh, one of the most conscientious workers that you've seen, got great length, uh, got the real ability, uh, especially in the run game, to uh, uh, really be an effective right tackle. Uh, And then, of course, uh, he has refined his craft, so to speak. And uh, Steele's, uh, well, I'm glad we've got him. And uh, we've just got to continue to uh, uh, continue to work on the things that, uh, uh, but where, where he needs it. And I know that sounds trite, but of all of the positions that you can improve with repetition in football, offensive line is the number one. Now, when you're talking about Terrence Steele and Michael Gallup, and I know with Tony Pollard it was just a franchise tag, but still, these are all people who got deals when they were coming off of injury. I'm wondering if you could walk us through the team's philosophy on that, especially since, I guess from my perspective, it seems like all three of them have struggled to live up to that contract so far. Well, I think that's part of the the, uh, challenge is uh, uh, you do that every time you make a decision to extend and, and contract a player. Uh, you do that relative to their career, relative to where they are at the years in their career. 
uh, you do it relative to uh, their experience in the case of a young player. Uh, so all of that, uh, to some degree, you're evaluating what they've done, but all that counts is what they're going to do. And so it's all a projection. And uh, that's, uh, that's guesswork. With that in mind, then, I'm just curious, are you disappointed in Michael Gallup then and that projection? Because it feels like he hasn't continued on the path we thought he was on pre-injury. Yeah, that's, that's probably too strong a word uh, directed to him. Uh, what I would say is that uh, uh, we've had players that uh, have had more success coming off their injury. Uh, but we've also had them that have had uh, less. And so my point is that uh, it's not surprising. Uh, it's a, certainly a possibility when you uh, uh, basically look to the future coming off an injury. Uh, but all of the other things, uh, Michael really has a, a, a great connection with Dak. Uh, he can really go get the ball. He high points the ball. Uh, and he has some skills that uh, – uh, we'll, we want to take advantage of, and he's had them. Uh, uh, we've used them in the past, and we've, we can use them in the future. But uh, uh, it, it's not in any way uh, a decision-making time relative to Gallup. Uh, we just need to get him in there, and he makes some plays. And uh, to, to a degree, you've got the same thing, but it's not about injury with Tolbert. And uh, you've got to have a, a certain... Uh, projection in your mind that Tobert can uh, go to in terms of his Avaldi. And uh, that's his game. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's what you're doing. He, does you feel like Tobert's kind of trending in that right direction right now? Well, I think so. Yeah, I like the way he's, uh, he's uh, uh, certainly uh, gotten to, uh, uh, um, in a positive way, other levels from where he was this time last year. Uh, and we know physically what he's capable of doing. So uh, I like our receiving core. Jerry, this morning uh, Mike McCarthy was on, and Sean and RJ said that they felt like he was a little surly uh, this morning and that that he was a little surly this week with the media. And I was just kind of curious if you noticed that, and what's uh, what's Mike McCarthy like whenever he's surly? Well, I I think he's um, uh, uh, got the right temperament. Uh, And I say that if he's – uh, uh, if he's surly in a response or surly at a at a moment, uh, but he's got the right temperament. Uh, he earns it. Uh, he uh, is the real deal. It's not uh, bluster, or it's not uh, brought on by uh, uh, some kind of uh, at time to do this or thought through like that. Uh, but Mike is a very uh, genuine uh, individual, and you what you see is what you are. So if he shows an irritation, then he's irritated. And so, uh, uh, again, that goes with it. From my perspective, I don't have issues with that at all. And uh, this is a very emotional, physical thing that uh, uh, the coaches and players and, for that matter, fans, uh, motions all over this thing. And uh, there's joy and there's uh, – uh, also, uh, uh, there's there's madness. There's a, mm-hmm. there's uh, all of the gambit, uh, and uh, you add that to the physical aspect of it, having to call on yourself as a player uh, to get that done. But uh, uh, everybody involved in it are proud we're getting to do it. I'll tell you that. Hmm. 
Do you ever think we got into the wrong business, though, <laughs> considering how much madness sports drives us to? Like, the joy is amazing, but yeah. that madness is there a lot, right? Well, I'm glad you put it that way because that's exactly how I've always looked at it. And when the media has uh, had some fun with me and beat up on me, I would say, now, guys, we're about uh, maybe we're second cousins or third cousins, but we're all together. Uh, I've chosen to be involved in sports, and I do understand what goes with it. Sometimes I don't like it, but uh, we're all in this thing together. And what I, what I really like about it is that uh, it has fleeting moments of pure ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Fleeting. And, boy, they're rare. But, man, when you get one, you can live on it a long time. Jerry, I know we've asked a lot of questions uh, about your players right now and critiquing them. I was wondering this. I know winning this week and winning a championship is most important. How much do you care about your players winning awards? Like Micah Parsons right now has kind of fallen off of the Defensive Player of the Year award right now. He can get back in it. But I was wondering from your perspective, how much do you care about your players winning awards? Well, um, usually – uh, because it's so visible and uh, so competitive that when you hear a player uh, in consideration for recognition, uh, it's real deal. He's he's doing the work that I love. That 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 is beneficial. So I know of very few disconnects that I've ever been in seen where uh, a recognition uh, for play or recognition for performance and associated with everything that's good for the Cowboys. And then my other question is, Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of basketball, NBA, he really wants the same attention on his sport that the NFL gets. When Whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball or hockey, do you see any possibility of another sport getting as much attention as the NFL does? Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, when I first became involved, uh, basketball, NBA basketball, arguably was uh, starting to uh, uh, catch and surpass. That was been in the late 80s. And uh, you had as much interest. Uh, uh, the uh, networks actually came in and suggested reducing the rights fees for the NFL when I was uh, getting involved in 89, 90, 91. And so um, uh, there's nothing uh, – the, you know, everybody needs to be appreciative, guarded, and um, uh, realize that uh, you better stay on your game and uh, keep uh, relevant. And so, uh, yeah, I don't take anything for granted, and I sure don't for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that's why that uh, uh, every way, every way I can in the world, I want the Cowboys to have a relevancy. Are you uh... – I'm curious, are you at all surprised how strong that relevancy has remained despite getting back to the promised land of the Super Bowl or, heck, even the NFC Championship game? Because there's no doubt the team is as relevant as ever. Are you ever surprised that that's carried over so long without the ultimate wins? Let me say this. I say this Mm -hmm. tongue-in-cheek, but if it gets a little slow, I know how to stir it up. (laughs) Right. My point is, exactly, my point is that uh, uh, all of that is uh, uh, a part of what makes the game special. It's 365 days. 
you could argue there's a soap opera going on, on and off the field during the season, out of the season. Uh, there's uh, controversy. There's uh, there's uh, all kinds of of uh, uh, happen happenings with uh, the players, their relationships, uh, and uh, uh, if you were trying to make a movie out here somewhere, and uh, you were a company that made movies. Uh, it would cost you more than to make that than to make the movie. It cost you more to promote the movie. That doesn't happen in NFL and football, and uh, which year around, and certainly it happens in the fourth quarter of the year. It's apex for football, and that's big positive. It's when you want the people, decision makers, in front of that TV screen. And you know, Jerry, you just bring that up with the movie part of it and the families and everything that's involved in the Tony Romo uh, documentary or the, the movie about him just dropped. And he does have this one thing that he discusses where he's talking about how you know if he does something wrong, it could cost one of the guys on the roster their job and their whole family. And he has to think about their kids and all of those things. And that is that does seem more like it, it, it's the 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 idea of preaching the family environment in in a locker room and how much those guys do rely upon each other. And does that go into the thinking whenever you're making like decisions on rosters too? It's called team. It's called mm-hmm. team. There is no such thing as uh, it's just you uh, because you are a part. A lot of people are relying on you. It's a team. And that extends itself on out into our fans. But, uh, boy, a lot of people are are uh, riding with you when you uh, uh, put that uh, effort out at practice or you put that effort out and, uh, to make a play uh, or how you conduct yourself. Uh, all of that, a lot of people rely on you. If you are absent there, if you're short there and understanding your responsibility to others, uh, then you're not as good a team. Uh, teammate. So, Jerry, I know you've given us a lot of stories over the years, and I'm going to give you maybe an opportunity to share one we've never heard. My baseball agent was at the general manager's meetings, as a lot of agents are, and they had a major virus breakout and there were general managers having to run to the bathroom because they couldn't uh, hold themselves anymore and they had to actually cancel the meetings because of how many agents and general managers had a let's say stomach virus running to the bathroom Mm -hmm. have you ever had a major meeting whether it's football or other where the meeting had to stop because of a virus just a minute, I'm eating my sausage and biscuits here. <laughs> what in the world are we doing talking about that? <laughs> That's Mike. That is yeah, Mike Bassig well, right yeah. there for you, Jerry. About, I was talking about setting a good old Miller Lite up on that table and having a good drink and and uh, talking about uh, Pollard getting it uh, going off. <laughs> Well, we got all kinds of Miller Lite specials going today <laughs> at right. Buffalo it Wild is. Wings. It is. It is morning and breakfast time. <laughs> Thank you Thanks, very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you next week. Good luck this weekend. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you. I can't. I can't explain I to everybody. A, I it was a solid question, man. He might have had a story about meeting with with uh, I don't know Kroger or something about ten percent off wearing your jersey to get groceries on Sunday or whatever, and 
That meeting took a while because people had issues. I can't tell everybody how excited Mike has been to ask that question. He walked in the door since this morning. It was the first thing he yeah. wanted to discuss. Yeah, I think what am I going to ask Jerry? I don't, you know. I mean, they're going to kill the Giants, so you know, I have other questions. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth off of South Hewland. The place is already open. Don't worry about what your navigator says. may not be open yet. It's open, so come on in. we got plenty of room for you. Coming up next, do you trust the Cowboys to do what they need to for the rest of the month? 877-881-1053. Plus, let's get some shout-out Friday going next right here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.